Hear he, hear he. All highborns, muggles, and zombies. Today we come at you with the tale of dark arts, flying goats, hedgehogs, talking guns, and killer clowns. All brought to you by GamesCon. So listen up or fall victim to my Cruciatus curse. What's up, Marcus? How's it going? Already, I was already cracking up from the beginning. Oh my god, the hear he, hear he. I said, Oh my god, I had I, I was stifling my laughter away from the mic just so that way you wouldn't hear me or whatever, dude. That was glorious, glorious. But yeah, I'm doing all right. Welcome, everybody. We are the meta era nerds. <laughs> just you're in the right place. <laughs> oh, that was epic. Yeah, that was glorious. But no, I'm doing good, can't complain. Um. We had GamesCon today, so I tried to to see as much as I could. Um, I, it was during working hours and stuff like that, so I couldn't really see much. Try to see when I had time. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, there was a lot of great stuff. I was telling Rico that I was actually pleasantly surprised because usually when it comes to stuff like this, usually you know, two or three, four games, you know, just just stuff like that. You'll be happy. But in this case, Rico and I had quite a few on our radar. Uh, when I say quite a few, we had at least over ten. Um, so we're kind of excited to get into what, you know, which ones we enjoyed and which ones just piqued our interest to kind of keep in our radar. Uh, so yeah, but other than that, I'm doing good. Thank you for joining us and passing it on over to Rico. All right. So as Marcus said, we had GamesCon today. We also had a Destiny 2 reveal event for the new DLC that I will get into at the end. Uh, I do remember them showing the trailer for the new DLC. I don't remember at what point, so that's why I'm going to throw it out to the end. But uh, starting from the beginning, we had uh, Everywhere announced from ex-Rockstar developer. Uh, I honestly, this I did not get to see the beginning, so I did not see this one. I actually started with Dune. Uh, so as far as I know, was this... Did you, did you get to see this one, Marcus? I saw Everywhere? it on mute. I saw it on mute. And it seemed like something that obviously needed to be a little bit more polished up. But again, it was in a, t a teaser trailer. So as far as what we know, we're not, we're not really sure. But it is an open world game. Uh, adventurous, you know, multi-world gaming experience. Uh, but who knows? Again, this is basically first impressions what I saw on mute. Um, so again, it's too early to kind of tell. But it is by an ex-Rockstar developer. So Grand Theft Auto, you know, Red, Red Dead Redemption, looking at, looking at you guys out there. Um, probably somebody to keep an eye out if it, if it piques your interest. Yeah. I think the big news there is the, the rock star thing, you know, yeah. people are going to think of like some of their past games and stuff. So, uh, it's an early look, like you said, so it's just be something to keep looking out for, uh, up next, we got Dune awakening, which, uh, again is very early, uh, looked pretty good. I thought, I thought, uh, and just the only thing we know is that it is going to be an open world survival MMO, uh, and perfect timing because we just had the Dune movie that did very well. We have another Dune project coming up soon. So uh, any thoughts on that? Or It looked interesting. It actually looked real nice, to be honest with you. Um, I did enjoy the film. You know, it was interesting. Uh, it was obviously a low, not a low, a slow kind of takeoff. And we talked about it, you and I. I think we talked about it over Xbox and stuff. But we did enjoy it overall. So now we're getting this, you know, open world survival MMO. That again looked pretty. It, it looked nice. It looked it looked really nice. For sure. Uh, but it it was a cinematic trailer. We're not sure what the gameplay is going to be like yet. Um, other than that, I think there is a beta a beta registration that is now open. So if you want to register and kind of check it out yourself, feel free to do so. 
Um, I'm sure if you Google do an awakening, you will find it, um, at least the beta. So give it a give it a check if it's right up your alley. And you know, yeah, that's about it from from my end. Yeah, hopping into the next thing, Sony reveals DualSense Edge for PlayStation 5, which I guess is essentially like their elite controller, uh, customizable and all that. So anybody that likes to get into those kinds of things. Um, That's awesome. Control. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, up next, we have the Callisto Protocol, uh, getting some gameplay. Um, this one, I don't really have too many thoughts on. Do you, Marcus? No, no it was a, it's a horror title. And for some reason, when it comes to these games, I think of Cornelio and uh, Dead Space, our boy Brown Yeti. Uh, shout yes, out to him. Yes, that I I could never like think what have I played that gives it that that this reminds me of, and that's exactly what it is, Dead Space. Yeah, it, it's a Dead Space. So if you're a fan of Dead Space, again, always always looking for the similarities and comparisons. You know, just for you guys out there who have that niche and like those type of games, this is right up that that street right there, like uh, the Callisto Pro- Protocol. So give that a check if you're into those. Um, dead space type games horror games in space uh up next i think we have the one that the the first one that intrigued us a little bit was uh, lords of the fallen previously called uh, lords of the fallen 2 but now they're just scrapping the two and it's just going to be the lords of the fallen um, is the implication there that it's kind of doing a ground up type of thing because i know the first one i think kind of had it, it what i don't say mixed reviews because it was more it was more on the positive side but it, it didn't have that I guess popularity like they wanted to so I think they're trying a redo is is, is that is that what I'm getting here by the the change in title kind of seems uh, a little interesting po- probably maybe like like a little bit of a reset where they're yeah, gonna yeah yeah soft where, yeah, that's the word you're right yeah yeah like a soft reset where they're just gonna here here it is like in all its glory like we are taking what you liked and what uh getting out, getting out what you didn't and you know especially right now with all the hype coming off of Elden Ring and stuff like that, which I know we both mentioned already, mm-hmm. uh, the game looks fun and has very much like, it's funny that it's called Lords of the Fallen because it gives you like Lord of the Rings vibes, or at <laughs> yeah. least to me, yeah. right? Well, super, super high, I, 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 I said what, super high fantasy, dark fantasy, super high dark fantasy, gritty thing kind of going on there, dark thing. And I know that's right up our alley, right? So it looked, like Rico said, it looked very interesting. But but go on, continue. I want to hear what you have to say. We haven't talked about anything, so I'm getting Rico's thoughts for the first time down the down the whole line. So, no, just visually it looks good. I mean, I want to see more. I hope that there's a uh, all kinds of you know, like we have that Elden Ring like hole, both of us, I'm sure, uh, that we want to fill and we want to play another game like that. So this seems like maybe it's not Elden Ring, but. Maybe it could kind of like help us scratch that itch, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, yeah, it seemed. I, th- I thought it looked phenomenal. I'm super excited. Yeah, it looked it looked it looked really good. Again, I I did see this one on mute. <laughs> I did re- I did watch the trailer a second time when I got home. Uh, but very souls like, and again, we do have that whole that Elden Ring um, vibe kind of going on there right now. I know me and Rico are still high on that, and it kind of filled that void. Obviously, we would like to see what differenti- differentiates this game from the likes of you know a souls game or other ring in general but in the trailer you and i, and I kind of think i kind of figured it not figured it out right but there's something going on there if you looked at the trailer there was a there's a scene where i started playing rock music when he was buying that skeleton towards the end the skeleton knocks him down the cliff but there was, the fact that there was like that rock music and there was that just totally different vibe from, from the beginning you know the only thing that killed me about the trailer <laughs> no offense was i kind of i wasn't able to get 
as immersed in the world. I was more immersed in the trailer when it was a mute. When the guy started speaking, I was like, I, it, it didn't sound, it didn't sound at all. I guess with with what's going on in the trailer and stuff like that. So I was kind of like, oh, okay. I put it back on pause. I put it back on mute, and I kept watching it, and it was. It looked great, and the settings, the environments looked awesome, and I know this is right up our alley as far as, again, the dark, high fantasy, nitty-gritty stuff going on there, so definitely going to, definitely high up on our radar, going to be checking that out for sure. Yeah, so uh, moving on to moving out, number two. Uh, I'm not too familiar with this game. It seems like you're a moving company or something along those lines. I, I don't really know too much about it. I didn't. Neither do I. But apparently, it's supposed to be. It's 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 a it's a couch co-op, uh, very similar to the one that we used to play. Not we, but me and my my girlfriend played the hell out of it. The cooking one. What's the cooking oh, one okay. called again? Uh, oh my god, Overcooked. We played Overcooked one and two, and we really really enjoyed it. So if it's a couch co-op that thing like that, and if it if it is on Game Pass, uh, I wouldn't put it past myself to maybe give this game a try when it comes out. Uh, it did look interesting, but it did remind me a lot of Overcooked. Obviously, I guess the art style more so than anything else. But here, it looks like you're literally moving out of a house. So it looked interesting for, for you know for the most part. Yeah, for me, the big thing here is going to be this looks like the kind of game I can play with my nephew. So. Exactly, we'll right? And, we, and we've been talking about those type of games lately, right? Those small games, uh, those easy games, simplistic games to get into just to pick up and play, whether it's you know with our nephews or... Um, something just to kind of pass the time. So I agree. Yeah. So moving on to one of the big ones, I think for the day, uh, Hogwarts Legacy. We got a new story trailer, and they do reveal that we are going to be able to uh, play through the game and have access to using some of the unforgivable curses. Mm -hmm. They do also say later on that at the end, I think that you can buy either a version or I don't remember if it was DLC. A I mean, uh, like, like a pre-order, yeah, the pre-order yeah. bonus or something like that, where you can get uh, the dark arts pack and stuff like that. You get a hippogriff mount, uh, is what I remember. And I'm not sure. I'm tempering my expectations because one of the things for this game is we've always said we want a sort of a path system like Mass Effect, like Fable, where you can either choose to be like good or bad. Now this kind of opens it up to maybe that's going to happen. But I want to see, like, you being able to do, like, bad stuff or being a bad kid at school and stuff like that. Obviously, like, this is kind of the first step in that direction. I'm not sure if this means full out that you're going to be able to do that or if they've said anything in an interview uh, since having this uh, put out. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if, that, if this means that we have that bad system or if it just means we have access to dark magic. Yeah, it seems... It seems, uh, again, and this was a story trailer, and I'm just kind of curious if Hogwarts Legacy is going to just stay true to, I guess, being a story game from the get-go, because it is a Harry Potter game. Um, first and foremost, it's Harry Potter. What I really actually enjoyed about the trailer was you saw the um, the, the dead skeletals uh, that were mm -hmm. kind of rising up, and, and the way he's kind of attacking them looked real nice and real crisp. And, you know, when it comes to the creatures of Harry Potter, man, it, it's... There's a lot that you can kind of work with. You even had the big troll. There was a little bit of a troll there in the background. And then for the pre-order bonus to be, I, I, you call it Hippogriff. I think it was a Thestral. It's the ones, I think, I, I, may, I might be confused. It's the ones that you can only see when, when, when if, you, if, you, if you experience death, 
you can oh, you're see right. these horses. That's true. So, you're right. Um, but yeah, so the fact that you're getting these creatures, putting them in the game, and I don't know about you, man, but I've always been really into just the creatures that because we we know Harry Potter and the universe, you know, there's a lot they can do with it. But I've always been really invested in just everything else but the but the main characters. You know, I want to see world, and the fact that we're getting characters we know nothing about. Uh, I would hope we kind of get to see more of the whole dark arts thing. And I think it's playing in that dark arts story universe because, it, let's be honest, aside from like Voldemort and what we got, what we're getting right now in the, um, the Fantastic Beast series, we don't really know much about dark arts in general. Uh, dark arts, just period. Especially with the setting and time that this story is taking place. So, and we get this guy, we get this with this teacher. Um, you fool, you, you use the dark arts, you know what you're done, getting after these two students, and I'm assuming we're the main characters, but like Rico said, um, I did like what I saw a lot, actually more so than what I've seen. The only downside for me is that, yeah, um, I would I would have liked a system where, you know, you can either be a good wizard, a bad wizard, something like that, which can still very much be uh, be possible, right? A, a, a tree of some sort to kind of give us access to what type of wizard you want to be as we progress through, through this story that Harry Potter or Hogwarts wants to tell. So obviously it seems like there's still some more information to be given out later on, but I think it's a step in the right direction. Um, we're still, I know Rico and I are still waiting for that. We want dark, we want, you know, we want to be the biggest, baddest dark wizard. So let's hope, hoping we still get something like that. But you know, it looked, it looked teasing. There was a point in the trailer where the one student, you, the one that you, I guess in the in the story, you're going to be able to befriend somebody oh, in, well, you're going to be able to befriend a student in one of the houses. And I think that determines okay. like whether, I think that depends on like where you end up going uh, into what house you end up being sorted into, uh -huh. either by choice or however it is that, that you end up getting put in a house. At some point where where that one boy tells your character, I can teach you or like we can do this Cruciatus curse or whatever you can. I think I think he says you can cast it on me or I can cast it on you oh, or yeah, something yeah. like that. And then there's a line in the middle that kind of yeah. like like uh, that. Uh, what do you call it? Separates. Yes. Separates um, okay. the screen into two parts. And right there I said, oh, my God, they're going to announce it like you can either go the good way or the yeah. bad way yeah and like i was like that's the perfect point like to that's the perfect way to announce this and they didn't like in, instead it just went out to like a dual scene right where they're do where they're trying it on each other and stuff like that so uh I, it remains to be seen if this is just kind of just part of the story uh or if this is a part of a path so we'll see we'll yeah, keep looking sure. out um and we, we still we still have some time so We'll see uh, what we get uh, till it's it's in what February? Yes, twenty twenty three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so up next was uh, new tales from the Borderlands, officially revealed. Uh, I thought some of the characters looked pretty interesting, but other than that, I was just thinking. I'm sure the exact same thing you were thinking, like Ricky, 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 <laughs> Ricky, Ricky. Our boy Ricky, our boy Ricky was a big, big Borderlands fan. Has played them all three times over on every single system, including the Vita. So shout out to Ricky here. I'm sure he's gonna have a fun one with this one. We've never played them. Well, we well we played. I played the first one at least. Kind of dabbled into it. Kind of got pretty far. Just never really got more past that. It it is fun though for what it is, and it looks real nice. Yeah, they're enjoyable games. It's just uh, you know it's it's a game of itself. I did play one and two. Uh, past both of them, I played like through half of part three, um, and they're enjoyable games. They're just uh, it's just 
crazy uh the big appeal with this with these games are just like your build and the sheer amount of guns that you can get and different mods and abilities and it's it's fun it's uh it's cool so i mean good for ricky and whoever else is a borderlands person uh and it's coming in october so that's pretty yeah we know pretty we, close. We know. We know Ricky will be getting it. And Andrew will be carrying him, like like Andrew says he carried uh, Ricky. And what's the last one that just came out? <laughs> no, T- Tiny Tina. Yes, Tiny Tina. So shout out to them, man. Uh, up next, Dying Light Two: Stay Human expansion detailed. Uh, the only yeah, person okay. that I know of that's into these games are is David. So just like it was all Ricky, Ricky, Ricky for this one, it's all David, David, David. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it has an interesting system of like. Uh, going out and looting and coming back to your base and uh, it has a lot of like parkour ish things that David has always liked about like jumping from roof to roof and staying away from zombies and then being aggressive and stuff like that so mm-hmm. this is not something that's on my radar too yeah, much but, yeah, but we'll see yeah. uh, one that maybe is on your radar is uh, Tortuga yes Pirate's Tale <laughs> As soon yeah. as these, as soon as every time I see pirates, <laughs> it's like Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. I love pirates. <laughs> so I didn't really have too many thoughts on this, but I'll throw it over to you. Yeah. Well, it it looked like, and I couldn't tell. I did see the trailer, and again, pirates always piques my interest, right? You know, that's my disappointment. And what's that, Cross and Bones or Bones and Cross, and the, that other pirate game by Ubisoft that just, you know, let me down because you couldn't, you know, you weren't a person, you couldn't even board a ship. But anyways, uh, but Tortuga. It did have, and this is the part that piqued my interest, I would think was like a strategy RTS type thing kind of going with it. You control the ship, you attack the other ship, you end your turn, there's another ship. You might have multiple ships. I don't know if you have some sort of armada or whatever or, or what's up, but you know, you're the, the, the captain of the ship is speaking and he recruits you or it sounds like he recruits you at the end. But again, the gameplay part seemed like it was some sort of strategy thing. And if it's a if it's a short sort of strategy pirate game that you really you know gives me an armada of of ships that would be intense. But it's on my radar. Uh, it was a very brief trade. I think about a minute and a half. Nothing too much aside from that or what I saw. The customization did look cool. You can actually equip your ships with different size cannons, holes. Um, you know, make them. It looked like what you would be able to make them fast, slow, heavy, strong, agile. So. You know, the customization on these ships, and this is why I'm talking, maybe it might be like a real-time strategy, almost like Fire Emblem, where um, you have that turn-based also. Um, kind of the turn-based, real-time strategy mix going on in there. Uh, so we'll see um, what it looks like, that Valkyria Chronicles gameplay kind of going on there. I think that's the game I was looking for um, to kind of put into perspective. But it is on my radar. I'll keep tabs on it. Um, hopefully it doesn't disappoint me later on down the road, but, you know, it is there. So if you're into those things, check it out. Um, and yeah, let, let us know if you have any thoughts on our Twitter. We're gonna go from there. Up next is uh, Marauders Enters Early Access this October. Uh, tactical first-person shooter game Marauders. Uh, new gameplay, and it's gonna be coming out October. Uh, do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, it was really just, it's coming out. They show just a few seconds of something. I guess yeah. a new shooter, people always people are down like to shooters, try new yeah. shooters. So people I mean. like shooters. And each one of these shooters tries to be the next big thing. And uh but I, I didn't see it. I probably won't be into it just because obviously, you know, um I'm not even that big into shooters and the ones I play are the ones that are popular, so I'm not gonna lie. 
Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of not being into it, uh, Sonic Frontiers, not really into it, right? <laughs> oh, that's, that's what I am. This has been on my, on my radar since day one. And I remember having a lot of, not a lot of issues, but I had some complaints with, I guess, the way the game was polished and how Sonic looked real kind of out of place in some of these worlds. And then they showed different kinds of worlds and they're finally showing off a different type of, you know, gameplay and spaces and, you know, what exactly Sonic is going to be traversing, you know, in this open world. And he still looked kind of out of place, but I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think these environments look good and I think they look a lot better than what it showed initially, especially when Sonic is going along these loops and these fast tracks there, you know, suspended on top of this open world. And then it kind of changes environments to show you what it looks like on snow and sand. And it looks real nice. And then you have some throwbacks, what it looks like for, you know, a Green Hill Zone over in part one. I, I want to say that's what that's what it looked like. So it looked like Sonic's a, even able going to go and establish, I think the trader said, his new frontier. And he's going to be able to go like an almost like a 2D style type of gameplay um, through that. And then it, it cuts off into more cinematic, into some cinematic where we're introduced. Or I don't remember if she's come out or not, but it's a NPC, clearly it's an NPC. Um, tends to be the bad guy of these, you know, automatrons that are just being controlled on this island. And then I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that we had Amy Rose in that bubble. I, I went back and saw it three or four more times and I was like, I'm pretty, I was like, that's Amy Rose. It has to be. Um, so the fact that if she's popping out, it seems like Sonic's going to have to rescue um, his, his comrades and stuff like that. In this case, I do believe that they said Amy Rose, Dr. Eggman, Big Cat, we're going to be in the game. I think Tails, I don't remember seeing Knuckles, but for I think Tails was in here too. So again, I'm I'm always looking for these characters that we're familiar with, hoping to make a comeback in Frontier, if we can get any of them from you know the Sonic Adventure games, because I'm still waiting for Sonic Adventure 3. And if this game can actually fulfill that hole that I've been waiting for for years, that'd be great. But it looked it looked pretty it looked real interesting. I I'm actually gonna pick it up. Um, see what the reviews look like when they come out. Uh, hopefully it, it does well. I hope it does well. I've played good Sonic games. i played bad Sonic games. i played that 2006 Xbox game. So I'm going to play this game. Um, I am going to play it. So hopefully on November 8th, I will have, I'll have it and I'll be able to give you my thoughts on it when I actually get my hands on it. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, I thought it was a good looking game too. Uh, not really something that's up my wheelhouse, but my whole time I was just thinking, this looks like either the kind of game that people or this footage looks like it's a lot more detailed and is going to cement whether people are excited or disappointed going into like this game on November 8th, like Marcus said. And my whole time I was just thinking, I hope Marcus is liking what he's seeing because yeah, I, I, like, did. I, I feel like it's, it was very like, like either excitement for something different than what I know of Sonic, because I'm not too familiar with it, or people being like, oh, this looks like, oh, why are they, yeah. why are they doing this? And, and so. there are some, like, Sonic comic books out there, and Sonic, I mean, well, in Sonic X, Sonic comic books, Sonic just traverses, you know, with the Chaos Emeralds, he's basically being, he's able to go through different dimensions, so it's not, it's not something that, you know, people haven't seen or anything like that, but it, it, I think it's just more of, you know, again, I think they should have had it with a polish of it, but you know, but in this trailer, hey, Sonic's going fast. It's a Sonic game. He has to go fast, and Sonic was going fast, and that's that's the one thing where I was like, okay, he's going fast in 3D. He's going fast in 2D. I'm all about it. You know what I mean? And then again, the the combat system it looks a lot more refined too. I know it was kind of like junky in the first time, clunky, right? It was like it was bah, bah, 
pop. And now it actually looks a little bit more fluid. And then he does the way he kind of, you know, spins around the, not spins, runs around the, um, the, the automatrons and kind of hits them once he's, once he's encircled them. So there was a lot of things that I, there was, I, it convinced me to buy it. Not that I wasn't, but I'm, I'm going to buy it. You know, it looked good. I really liked what I saw. That's and they're still two months away. So we're not two months away, three months, three months uh, away. Yeah. So, um, I mean, awesome. I'm, I'm glad. And I hope other Sonic fans feel that way too. Uh, up next, we have Under the Waves, uh, a narrative-driven game that's going to be about exploring the depths of the North Sea. Uh, it looks like something that could be fun to do in your off time. I know exploration is always pretty fun, and if it is coupled with a good story, hopefully, you know, this could be one of those sleeper games that people uh, enjoy. Hey, hey, I'm looking at you, Stray. I'm looking at you, Stray. Hey, if they if they make if they make five hour you know quick games like that, dude, and hey man, if if the reviews are good on something like that, I'll definitely give it a try. But again, Stray did pique my interest from the get go. So yeah, I feel like this is one of those games that like depending on the price point, like that's yeah, where people absolutely. are gonna either like say like yes, this is worth a shot or not because it looked really nice. I thought that's the best way to put it. Yeah, depending on the so, price point. So that that'll kind of be the determining factor of whether people jump in or not. Uh, up next, pe- speaking of people jumping in, Goat Simulator 3. And first gameplay. Still tripping out, man. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, obviously they make these games because people buy them, right? Hey, so <laughs> I probably won't play it, but I I do have my students. who I, I think I told, I told the story before. They were playing Duck Simulator, Goat Simulator, Farm. I don't know what they're... And I was like, what do you what do? you do? They're like, oh, you just go and you just go and, you know, destroy things. I said, oh, okay, that's cool. And they were, they were having a ball, man. So, hey, if this is, if this is your alley, man, good for you, man. Go Simulator 3. <laughs> so you just <laughs> destroy stuff, huh? Yeah, it looked like a trip, dude. I was looking at it and I said, okay. You know, very like, thing like Grand Theft, you know, in Grand Theft Auto where you can just control the guy and kind of just wreak havoc and... You know what I mean? This is that's what that's Gold Simulator. Yes, I just compared what, Gold Simulator to Grand Theft Auto, man. What, what, what comes to my mind is like where we had Rampage, these kids now have Golds. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's awesome, though. So another Gold Simulator. We already knew it was coming, but we got our first gameplay. So November seventeenth. Look, we're looking forward to it. Uh, Return to Monkey Island. Monkey Island was one that was super popular. Uh, back when I was a kid, it was one, there was one that, uh, uh, was it, no, actually it wasn't the same game. I think the one I used to play was monkey ball, which is not the same, well, right? Well, super monkey ball, but that's totally different. I think. You're yeah. Thinking... Yeah. I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Yeah. No, monkey, monkey Island. Island. Monkey Island was that, was that click and point adventure that came out of PC years ago. You're talking, you're talking 90s. And I mentioned it a while back in our podcast that it was getting part two. And I thought the reason it was a big deal was because it had been so, so long. And it does retain that story, point and click type of adventure thing for PC. So oh. there is a niche. There is a niche for the for these type of games. I know that for sure. Um, I've never played the first one. Again, I think it might be one of those games, depending on the price point or depending on you know how it comes out. I, I, I never like to be you know, out of the loop and stuff like that. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how, we'll see, um, you know, hopefully when the more, com- more information comes out and stuff, you know, what it's like for this adventure game. Yeah. So Switch and PC, huh? Yeah. September 19th, next month. Yeah. So I'm not familiar with that one at all. So, I mean, let's see what, like you say, what comes out, what the price is like, what people say. 
Mm-hmm. Up next, uh, Subnautica is working on a sci-fi game. Now, run by Brandon Sanderson. Yes, yeah. sir. This uh, and the reason I want, I just want to say it because I do read a lot of his novels. He wrote, he writes, he's actually the guy who took over Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series. Um, after he passed away, Brandon Sanderson was the one who was in charge of actually picking that series. He's also he writes, he writes fantasy, he writes young adult fantasy, um, rhythmatist. Uh, there was the calamity. Um, there was the the what's it called, man? Um, it's a it's a really really nice awesome series. It's a trilogy. And then he has a standalone Avan. It's not coming to me. I don't, I don't want to look it up right now. But he, this guy Moonbreaker. That's the other one. No, that's the name of the game. What's he? What's what's the book? It's not coming to me. But anyways, but yeah, Brandon Sanderson's the one who who I guess wrote the game for this strategy game. Looking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Did you have any thoughts on this game in general? Not really. Uh, I just uh, when I was seeing the gameplay, I was like, this looks like a Marcus game. Yeah, it does have those. Um, it, was, it looked like a strategy game. And again, I'm all, I'm all for real time strategy games. And again, the fact that Brandon Sanderson's name was attached to it, I was kind of like, hey, <laughs> like like just ping, like a like a light bulb. Um, it's a tabletop strategy game, right? And mm-hmm. it's supposed to be a lot like um, what is it? Warhammer or kind of looks like Starcraft. But I think Warhammer 40,000 was the game. Um, mm-hmm. But I will be keeping it on my radar. And again, Brandon Sanderson, I kept it on my radar because, you know, Brandon Sanderson, um, he was, he, I don't know in what in what way he, he, they say he wrote the game or he, I guess he might have written the story. Um, but yeah, I'll be looking at this one. Mistborn was the book he wrote. That's the one, Mistborn and the Stormlight Archive. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. So if you have not read stuff, Honestly, I love his writing. He's he knows he knows what's up. So I'm looking forward to this one. Again, keep him on radar. Hopefully it rocks. You go from there. Yeah. So uh speaking of something that might rock the gaming world and uh, a mixing of like a very weird mix of like uh game styles, gameplay was friends versus friends. It combines a shooter and like cards. Uh, I just my only comment on this was, uh, LOL. LOL. Like this looks LOL. like this looks like it could be something our friend group might get into for a little while, and play yeah, for works. like a week, and then that's it. <laughs> you know how that works, but yeah. it's, it's it's a card game. I love card games, and again. It's always these little dumb things, card deck based. That's what they call it. They're calling it the card deck based ability system. I like card games. And if you're going to combine a card game, I guess with a, per- a first person shooter that looks wacky like this, I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, which, which I mean, our, our group loves card, card games and our group loves shooters. So is this like the perfect child of the two like that we might like? I guess just depending how it plays the... The colors and all that were really nice, oh, yeah. I thought. Well, I, the little I mean, animation I, I, of the I, characters yeah. and stuff like that looked exactly. pretty cool. The characters look oh. cool in general, man. So, yeah, and, and this, this is actually another one that was on the radar. I did have this one on my radar. I had never heard of this one, so it was a pleasant surprise oh, for me. Just just right now, that's what I mean. Like, like I had it on one of my... Oh, okay. I told you how we had a list. This is actually one of the ones I had up there because it looked... just it looked, it looked captivating. It looks good. Well, I mean, obviously, it's drawn good. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be looking out for that one. Uh, up next is a one that actually really like took me by surprise oh, was yeah. uh, Lies of P. 
it's a new Souls-like game that is supposed to be heavily inspired or based on the story of Pinocchio. Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, one of the big one of the big things they let out uh, right off the bat was it's coming to Game Pass. So definitely gonna play this. Oh yeah. Being that it's gonna be on Game Pass, and it gives me very much like Bioshock slash like Bloodborne type vibes. It seems very uh, souls like, yeah. So uh just it looked good. Uh it looks like it's probably gonna have a hell of a story. Um the power system, you see guys you see the guy uh the character use different little abilities and stuff like that. So I'm I'm always down for that. Yeah, the characters looked intense. The setting is intense. It's a Bell Epoch set uh setting. It's supposed to be, you know, Frank Francis I guess they want to call it the beauty period where everything's just beautiful. Everybody carries themselves. The, the art, it's, 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 it's art history, right? Where the buildings are supposed to be this beautiful, magnific- magnificent thing. So the fact that they're putting in this type of setting looks intense. So the characters look good. Honestly, it looks intense. And again, I think people said uh, Bloodborne, Bioshock. I'm thinking of Bioshock Infinite. I'm thinking of... Um, What's her name? The Elizabeth, the main, the, the main girl character and stuff like that, kind of in, the, in that underground setting. Um, Rural Souls, like people are, always, people are always using that word now. Um, but we did get a look at some of the gameplay, right? I think we saw some of the health bars, the, the inventory, and again, but it looked real nice. And it looked like pretty much like Bloodborne in a sense. So I'll be checking it out. It's on Game Pass. Definitely checking it out, Game Pass. So we'll see. Uh, so a Was there a new state? Uh, no, I don't think I saw a release date. Okay. So, uh, up next we had Stranded Alien Dawn. Uh, it's going to be one of these, uh, where you go to a new world and you're basically trying to survive. Um, so, I mean, survival games are always kind of hit or miss. So let's see what ends up happening here. Uh, I've, I've, I kind of have wanted to get into a survival-ish type game where you stay alive and gather mats and resources and and have to like hunt and stuff like that so who knows well it's just a wait and see kind of thing i I always think about that one game where we did that what was that dumb game on game pass and that one guy says death to game passers and he he ended up killing us (laughs) oh okay that that yeah because that one is more of a that's world war z that one's more of a or not not world war z was what's daisy 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 yeah, that one's more of a PvP type game. Oh, okay, okay. So this one isn't okay. I, I didn't. This I saw. I saw this. The it was a a reveal trailer, and I mean, I didn't really give it much of a shot. So, but if you like it, maybe we'll see what's up. Yeah, it seems like it's gonna be more of a PV, PVE type thing. So okay, something okay. like that, I, I'll I'll give a shot. Uh, up next is uh, sand is your weapon. In no, sand, yeah, sand is your weapon in Atlas Fallen. So Atlas Fallen, I don't remember. I actually don't remember seeing this one. Did you see this one, Marcus? Yes, I did. Um, oh, okay. Now I remember it. Yeah. I, I think I think uh, at this point I was taking out my dog, so I came back and saw these monsters. Yeah, it looked yeah. interesting. Atlas Fallen looked interesting. Um, again, this I, it was a cinematic trailer type thing kind of going on there, um, but it looked intense. Uh, I got like uh, what's that game? Uh, at first I thought it was what was that game? Uh, Phoenix, but obviously Phoenix Rising is mm, yeah, Greek yeah. or first spoken. No, first spoken. That other one that bombed Godfall. 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 
that's the one it kind of more or less reminded me of. But in this case, it says like the, it, the, the weapon is your sand. But, you know, environments look good. Um, the running, hack and slash, the monsters. Uh, it, this is actually one of the ones I had, I had on my radar too, just to kind of see where it goes. And, you know, what what's the end game going to be like? The way this guy, there's even a real, a real cool scene. I've always been a, a real trip of just going fast through places. And this guy is like gliding through the sand and he's hauling some ass down this, you know, what, I guess not a tunnel what's it called like a just an enclosed space that's full of sand so it looked real cool it looked really intense um i did i did have this on my radar so i'll be definitely keeping my eye on this one uh up next we have uh, homeworld 3 uh this one was like a space type not really something that uh it says the real time it, it did it was a real time strategy i don't think i don't think i was able I don't think I saw this one. I might have gone up or missed over it, but I over. It's a real-time strategy. I do enjoy real-time strategy games, but I'm not sure what this one is, so I couldn't really give you information or my thoughts on this one. Yeah, it, it uh, not my cup of tea, but I thought maybe maybe you, if anyone else. Uh, up next, we had a Genshin Impact, a new, I think, character. They said that they're going to go into 3.0, which is, I'm guessing, like a big update for this game. I know it has a huge following. Yeah. Uh, especially like the people that are real into anime and stuff like that are super into this game. So see, this is one game I wish I had gone into earlier, but I, it started off on mobile. I think it was on PlayStation, but I just never got around to it. So, and I'm always very hesitant when a game is like in its midlife, you know, to kind of just jump in because it's always overwhelming and stuff like that. So, not sure. Yeah, it looks myself. like they are getting a new region too. I'm not yeah, sure how this game works. So, I'm not too familiar so with it, so. So yeah, uh, likewise. We'll we'll see what, what comes there. Uh then I think we had Well we did get something the... else. We did get something else, right? From the Genshin Impact uh developers. We have a game called uh Honkai Star Rail. So in my case, which is I was actually kind of interesting, piqued my interest, super up on my radar, because I am a big anime fan also, right? I'm a huge anime nerd. Um the developer Hoyoverse is what's looking like they released a cinematic trailer which is looking like a new game called honkai star rail it looked interesting characters um voices sounded cool um we're not really sure what type of game it's going to be again not even sure if it's going to be one of those that starts off on mobile or if it's going to have you know genshin impact um i guess what like launch or genshin impact launch where it starts off the way it did or if this is actually going to be a, a you know original game or a whole new game fleshed out game on console so we'll see uh, I don't remember it saying anything, but it did pique my interest. Um, you know what I'm talking about? The Genshin yes. Impact? Okay, yes. Yeah. Any thoughts on that one? No, I mean, it looked very anime. So Scarlet I was Nexus, like, if anyone... That's right. Yeah, right. Scarlet Nexus, exactly. That was my thought exactly. So uh, uh, right away, I thought Marcus. Yeah. Honkai Star Rail, right? So it's called, yeah. Yeah, Honkai Star Rail. Uh, so then next was the High on Life which is one that we are familiar with from before because of yeah. the whole Rick and Morty <laughs> thing and your gun talks. Uh, it is the whoever it is that voices Morty. And the my only comment here, we got to see like a little boss fight take place. And uh, my only comment here was that it gives me huge like Earthworm Jim type vibes. Earthworm Jim. Uh, I, for some reason, it makes a lot of sense now. I didn't, I didn't put that, like, I didn't make the connection. 
But yeah, okay, because Earthworm Jim, they always talk smack. Always talking smack. Yeah, that that's what it reminded me of, like watching the fight and him swinging around and avoiding stuff and then shooting. And I was like, oh, dude, this is like for all those Earthworm Jim fans, I bet they're excited. Yeah. So that was my only thoughts there. Uh, up next, they touch a little bit on the Expanse. It did get a trailer and a release window, which would be summer of 2023. Uh, it, this is the Telltale. Yeah, this yeah. is the Telltale game. So I don't. I know that uh, those games also have a huge following. So not really my cup of tea. Anything you add there, Marcus? No, no, not for me. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, Telltale, they're, they're famous for their storytelling, obviously, right? They're... they're... Yes, their story. Those those big story driven games are, that's their yeah. bag. So up next was a was a surprise for me, and they all they had to say <laughs> me too. Well, me all they had too. to say was from the people that brought you Friday <laughs> yes, the Thirteenth, the game, dude, Killer yes. Clowns from Space. I don't know what the hell the game is. I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know what the point of the game is. But Friday the Thirteenth is all you had to say. Dude, exactly. Dude. I'm on the <laughs> same boat, man. It said from the creator, from the creators who brought you uh, Friday the 13th, the game. I said, whoa. And I looked at it. I paused and I said, okay, Killer Clowns. And it said a brand new multiplayer experience. I was like, man, that's all you had to say, man. Just Friday the 13th, the beginning. I immediately put on my radar. Because if the, Friday the 13th, man, with our group of friends was just, that was a surreal summer with the amount of time we put into that game over the course of the period that we did. And we love that game, bugs and all, and we're going to be on board with this one. I, at least, I, Rico sounds like he's going to be on it. I'm going to be on it. If it's a multiplayer experience, you can actually probably count on every, on our group of friends to be in it. So, and again, Friday the 13th, creator of the game, I'm about it. That's all I had to say, baby. Rico, I, said, Rico I, I thought of you too when I saw that, but I said, oh, here it comes, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah as far as what we're gonna be doing who the hell we don't, knows we don't know. but also but also who the hell cares like <laughs> and, and and it is based i've never seen the movie mind you it is based on a on a classic horror uh, horror 80s film um i'm sure maybe ricky's seen it so ricky will probably be on board our, our boy ricky big movie big horror just you know when it comes to movies between between him and he's he watches some stuff and so ricky's definitely gonna be about it so this is on radar for sure, man. For sure. So up next, we got Scars Above, a dark sci-fi action game. Um, we got to see a little bit of a peek behind the curtain and the story, some cinematic stuff. It is going to be aliens, a shooter. So I mean, aliens and shooting. Why not? Uh, yeah. Gave me, gave me like Destiny vibes, but prettier. Uh, so let's see. Uh, did you, did you, nothing? All right. So up next, up next, what do you have up next? Do you have a weird song? Weird song. Yes. Well, take it away. I don't have any thoughts. So take over. Really? You're lying. You're a liar. How really? Okay. Well, weird song again. And this is one of those games that the setting, the dark setting, just totally just blew my mind i love the way it looked it wasn't an announcement trailer it was a brief tease not sure exactly what we're getting but it is going to be an open world rpg now i know rico's lying out of his teeth because it is from a former <laughs> bethesda thief jeff gardner 
Um, he was the guy, uh, what is it, the, the Skyrim veteran and the Fallout, right? So yes. I know I know you're lying through your teeth. I said, you're a liar, dude. I, said, I have nothing to say. Yeah, right, dude. This game looked intense. It looked amazing. And so I was, I was all about it. And again, I think when it comes to these, again, dark fantasy type games, man, I'm all about it. So, and I know Riku is too. So when he said, I have nothing to say, that's why I paused there. That, or that awkward little pause you heard of it. I, <laughs> yeah. I, said, I, I had the dumbest what, look on my what? face. <laughs> yeah, what? dude. The dumbest look. I, I, I was like, man, what? Like, I, I guess. Like, like dumbfounded. He got me dumbfounded right now. So I, I knew he was lying. But yeah, um, <laughs> what do you have to say about it now? No, I mean, again, one of those where all you have to say is open world RPG and Skyrim, and I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I thought, honestly, dude, I thought the trailer looked, I thought the trailer looked fantastic, man. Like it was dark, and then the ending, it looked like that. Whatever the hell it was, kind of does, you know, puts his finger to his lips or whatever, and it was real intense, man. But it was dark. It was awesome. It looked a lot like what Lords of Fallen, but this one had, I guess, more. I want to say fantastical, you know, elements to it, maybe with what the the things falling from the sky very similar setting so i'm on board we're about it yeah to me to me it kind of just depends uh i'm excited for it don't get me wrong but it depends if it's more elder scrolls or if it's more fallout because i'm a big fan of the elder scrolls i did like the dragon age games too uh fallout is is not for me so it depends like where where they borrow like the gameplay from a little more to me. Uh, it looks good. I mean, it's probably going to be a great game. Uh, and I mean, we'll, we'll just keep looking out. It was a very, just a little tiny tease. So uh, I guess we'll be looking out and see more once uh, we get more, right? Yeah, for sure. Up next was uh, Age of Empires 4 is getting the Ottomans and the Malayans. Malayans? I don't know how to say that, but... For anybody that's fans of those games, I mean, two new, I guess, uh, what would you call them, civilizations to work with? Yeah, it's the expansion, right? Age of the Empires 4 expansion. So um, it should be a lot of fun for those of you who are playing it. The, the last one I played was, I did play part two and three, mind you, and mythology. I just haven't played part four, strange enough. Um, but yeah, no, it's because my RTS will be StarCraft. But um, yeah, it, it's it's... But it's a great game. I know it's a great game. If you played the other ones, you're, I'm sure you're in love with this one. Anytime you have an expansion or more, it's always great. So, so up next is one that I I had been waiting to see a little bit more of, and did not disappoint me. Gotham Knights. It's actually coming earlier than expected. It's going to be coming out on October 21st, and to me, the takes that they gave us for Harley Quinn, Clayface, and Mister Freeze looked awesome. Yes, they did. And honestly, they looked awesome. So yeah, I'm dude. down. And that's because I, I don't And when it, when it was first revealed, I think I was the one, right? was a little bit more skeptical because I still remember when I saw it and I was like, what is like, I didn't like the way it looked at all. Like I was, and again, but this was, this was a while back and I was kind of looking at it like, uh, I guess, got the nights like this is, I was, it, it didn't intrigue me, but I saw Harley Quinn, saw Clayface and saw Freeze. And it looks a lot better. And I said, holy shit. Okay, first of all, I do like Harley Quinn a lot. Um, so, I mean, I'm about it now. <laughs> so, um, not that I was before, but it looks a lot better. It actually, it, it piqued my interest again. It, went, it came back on my radar. Um, but obviously, they're doing the work, I guess, that needs to be done. This game did have a delay before, correct? Yes. So, again, anytime there's a, a delay, expect good things. And, again, I 
I'm going to keep expecting some better things coming out of here because, again, it did. It's going in the right direction very well. So hopefully it keeps it up. Yeah, I was excited because uh, historically, like with the with the last couple of Batman games that we've gotten, we've had some very like cool takes on different characters. And it seems like that's going to be continuing going forward with these uh, big villains. And then I think they did show a little bit of maybe a tease of the Court of Owls. So, I mean... The ones highlighted here were Harley, Clayface, and uh, Mr. Freeze to me. So who knows what else we'll see in there. But just based on the takes that they're giving us of those characters, like I'm excited to just see what else they throw at us and what the story's going to be like. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the next one was where the winds or where where winds meet. This one looks uh, my only cool. thing. My only thing for me was a cool, very cool setting. Um. It gave me vibes of like maybe like a Ghost of Tsushima type game or something like that. And this seems like the type of game that ends up going into Marcus's log. And then at some point, Marcus <laughs> comes line. out and tells me, yeah, at some point, Marcus <laughs> comes out and tells me, bro, I just went through the most epic freaking boss fight like maybe I've ever done like dude the music like can I dude please like are you gonna play it can I send you a clip can I send you a clip like you just need yeah, to listen, dude, listen to the music yes that's exactly the vibe it gave me like dude like this is the game Marcus plays and then just comes in and tells me like dude see it was an it, experience and honestly dude Medieval China, dude, is exceptional. I've always been a fan of the Three Kingdoms, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. I've actually read their actual historical novel, uh, their historical books, so they're actually textbooks. This one takes place during the Ten Kingdom eras. Uh, I'm not sure if the, the Wei Wu Shu, and again, if, if, you're, if you're familiar with the Dynasty Warriors games, that's kind of a basically an opener of the world that it might be set in. Uh, but it looks, it looks to be a little bit more modern than that, but again, not really sure as far as what the time period. But nonetheless, to me, and the... Medieval China, there's an old game called Jade Empire that Bioware released on the original Xbox. When it said you can be a merchant, a doctor, a wanderer, I said, man, this, this game reminds me a lot of Jade Empire with a bunch of updated visuals. If Jade Empire meets Ghost of Tsushima in a type of way in Medieval China, I think this is what we got. Um, I'm gonna. This one is actually on my radar. It's super bad. And again, I'm a sucker for this ancient, you know, Chinese, you know, or any other sort, even those ancient Chinese, Asian culture, Eastern literature in general, big sucker for it, man. So I'm um, definitely on my radar. The, the environment's still cool. The scenes look amazing. It looked like some sort of, you know, Zelda open world type thing going on there too, where he's able to climb things. And it, it's intense. I'm actually, this one's on my radar. It's actually one of the ones that's way up there. So hopefully it does it justice. Yeah. Man. Yeah, when Marcus comes back and gives me that like boss fight comment, like I'll say I told you so. But yeah, I mean, okay. it looks like a great game. So it'll, it'll come out like in you know in March 2023 and in 2024 when I finally finish out Karikoi, man. <laughs> Bro, you were right. <laughs> uh, so up next, we find out that Hideo Kojima is coming for us, and it's going to take over the that's, podcast world. That's, that's a classic um, competition right there. Maybe we can bring him out, bring it on to our into our podcast and have a little thing or two. Yeah, he said he will be having all kinds of different guests on there that are experts in certain areas. So maybe he'll have us on for our our intros. <laughs> our intros, at least. 
Yeah, he said uh, it is going to be on Spotify and it is going to be available in English and, Jap and Japanese. Uh, and it's going to be coming September 8th. So, I mean, he has a huge fan base. He makes amazing games. Uh, he has projects that he's working on right now, too. So I'm sure everybody's going to want to pick his brain a little bit and listen to maybe some of his thought process or depending what kind of guests he has on. Like, you know, it could be any range of things. So yeah. it'll be interesting to kind of just uh, get a look at the man, right? Yeah. So up next, uh, Park Beyond, amusement park simulator game. Yeah, I've never been a fan of Sims or simulators. I like this, anyways. Surge yeah. Simulator was fun though. There, there is a, uh, there has to be like a, a audience for these type of games if they keep making them. You know, they do. To, I've yeah. seen, I've seen the parks, uh, like roller coaster tycoon stuff. Uh, I've seen like the zoo, the people that make zoos and stuff like that. Uh, there was even like a Jurassic Park one a while back where you build like your Jurassic Park uh, center or whatever you would call it. And I mean, another, yeah. another, another try at that for the people that like these kinds of games. Mm -hmm. Right on. So speaking of people that like certain types of things, uh, we got an announcement of a Mini Cooper uh aceman which is a car that is going to be all electric and is partnering with the pokemon company so needless to say i already have pre-purchased this this car uh i'm not gonna be able to buy any more games or eat for like the next year <laughs> but i'm gonna have a badass car with pokemon that is supposed to be a quote unquote gaming car where you can actually connect your console. Hmm. And I don't know, like it, it was kind of crazy, but anything Pokemon is down. I'm down for. Yeah. You, you just can't play on without the driving. You have to be parked for the console mechanic to work. No, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying that's a hazard because I'm pretty sure it's a hazard playing while driving. Yeah, so uh, let, let's see. I mean, it's all it's all uh, seems wrapped around like uh, the concept of like Pikachu and electricity and stuff like that. So it looked cool, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Could you see yourself driving this car? No, that's because I drive a small car. And no. <laughs> okay. So it was an interesting one to be sure. But uh, let's see. Then we have a hack and slash game called phantom hellcat it's apparently inspired by near automata and the trailer does have a lot of near automata elements the 2d the 2d running uh the, th the 3d um well the combats in 3d the hack and slash part and the way she moves and the mechanics um in the hack and slash part very reminiscent to near automata and of course going back to the running in the 2d she's running and runs very similar so it it's supposed to be inspired by it so um I'll probably be checking this one out. Yeah, Curse Theater. It actually looked real good. And it's a short game, more power to me. Yeah, so up next we have Warhammer 40K, Dark Tide. Uh, new trailer. Uh, I've heard good things about Warhammer, but I've never tried it myself. But it is a co-op game. It's supposed to be where you customize your character, load out, all that kind of stuff. So uh, it's going to be one of those things for me that if the group is interested, I'll give it a shot always wanted to try a warhammer game i've just and, and I, i've been familiar with warhammer since the and again story time 
World of Warcraft came out long ago, and it was a, a, a subscription based. I didn't have I didn't have internet growing up uh, like other places did, and much less a subscription that my parents were going to pay for. So the guy says, "Well, why don't you try an alternative?" And he mentioned Warhammer at the time. I said, "Warhammer is not Warcraft. What a ripoff! <laughs> real pissed, real pissed as a kid." And that Warhammer's always stuck with me. And the more I've learned about it, the more it's piqued my interest because it's a it's a tabletop type game, board, big old board game that you can actually work with. It has its games, and I'm just never really sure when a time would be to jump in because it does look kind of overwhelming, like Rico said, with the customizable options and stuff. So if the group is into it and everyone wants to give it a shot, I'll be more than happy to give it a try. And if, if Rico's the one, and because Rico's always the one who would look up, read, and kind of familiarize himself more so than just about anybody, but hey, man, help me out. <laughs> Make it easier for me. <laughs> so it looked interesting. For sure. Uh, I'm not sure at what point, because it's not coming up on this list of stuff that was announced. But at some point here, somewhere in here, they snuck in a little preview as to something that's going to be coming out in uh, in Crossfire, which was a game that they put out for Xbox. Uh, Xbox Studios came out with. It's on Game Pass for both console and PC. <clears throat> and I don't know what it is that they're doing but whatever it is that they're coming out with like the the little trailer or sneak peek of whatever if it's a game mode or something that they're coming out with looked attention it looked lit af and it looked like something that i'm definitely gonna go back and try i did try crossfire uh it was not the best game for what we ended up uh all building all this hype uh i know it did kind of get bad reviews and stuff like that but if they're coming out with something new and being that it's on Game Pass and if it's anything like what they showed in the trailer, I'm going to give it another shot, see what all this is about. It did look uh, like a change in direction. It really did, as if they were going to try some new things. Obviously, it didn't work out for the for the base game. It really did yeah. because I, the trailer did look intense. Uh, you know, I agree. I, I didn't really try it when it came out based on what I had played uh, in the early access and stuff like that. Which to me, they were going for a like search and destroy, uh, CS:GO, uh, Valorant type game mode, uh, but this looks a lot more like it would be like some big war, like either deathmatch or something like that. And there was like people using kill streaks, or it looked like kill streaks, like with a big mech suit uh, or a robot of some sort, like <clears throat> with a team, and then. There was a guy raining down fire from like a helicopter with a with a like mini gun. So I mean that I'm all about. So I'll be giving it another look. Mm-hmm. Uh now as to what I have here in front of me, it said Dor Dorfromantic, which oh. is supposed to be a strategy game, which right away to me screams Marcus. Uh it, it was already on Steam uh through April and has overwhelmingly positive reviews. And the big news is that it's coming to the Switch. So yeah. a strategy game with overwhelmingly positive reviews coming to the Switch. Like, what What more do you have to say than, like, Marcus? What did you I, think? What do you think? I did see, and it looked very similar to, and strangely enough, I've never played the Civilization games. This game looked, uh, looked like Civilization or Risk type thing, or like uh, Catan, if you ever played those board games or whatever. 
Um, that's what it looked like. So when I saw it, I, I thought Rudy, like, I thought Rudy and I thought, you know, civilization, I said, man, this looks like something, because Rudy's been trying to get me to play Civ for a while and he's like, we'll try it out. And I, I bought the game, mind you. And I, I bought it, never played it because Rudy just, I don't know what happened. I hope you listen to this, Rudy. And I'll know if you listen to this, if he brings, if he brings it up. But he, he, I know he likes civilization and that's what the game looked like to me. And again, I don't know if that's the correct comparison, but that's what, from what I saw. Because my, my RTS is like, hey, man, you're going to play StarCraft, WarCraft? You want some aliens? How about some monsters, some orcs? Hey, you got some heroes? I got some heroes right here. We're going to go, you know, we're going we're gonna to build things and we're going to go and destroy it and conquer this other base and, you know, stuff like that, right? Where Civ seems to be, it's, you're creating your civilization to, uh, yeah, to take over, you know, neighboring countries, but not in that sense. I don't know. There is, there is a weird line for me between it. I may be wrong, but that's a weird line. But I thought of Rudy when I saw this for sure. Okay, that's fair. So up next, we have a game by the name of Blacktail, which awesome. looked interesting because it kind of shows whether they drop a line there where they kind of ask you if you want to be a good witch or an evil witch. So, I mean, if only we could have gotten that in a previous trailer, uh, Hogwarts, <laughs> but it looked cool, you know, being that they're going to use a bow and magic, and uh, it looked well, very appealing to me. Yeah, likewise. I actually had this one on my radar quite high. Um, it's actually based on the myth, the Baba Yaga myth, the Slavic one. And, and that's because I'm briefly familiar with it, not so much. There's there's a lot of folklore. Think of this, and that's if you've seen John Wick, um, that's why they mentioned Baba Yaga. But if you make, if you make the connection, again, this is a kind of English teacher going on there. This is, I guess, their version of the boogeyman, or in our culture, you know how we have lechuzas and stuff like that? Our mm -hmm. lechuza being basically, you know, Spanish witches, Mexican witches. That is this. That's them. So we're, they're delving into the either Baba or Yaga, two people, which witch you're going to be, and what, what, you know, what way are you going to go? And she even, they even said in the beginning of the trailer, you know, I have no face and stuff like that. So it's going to kind of get into that whole boogeyman thing and, you know, witch and what type of witch and you know where are you gonna go i loved i love love loved the setting the creatures this game gave me a lot of and i mentioned the, the name before uh folklore uh, game on playstation 3 mm -hmm. the dark forest and you know the the creatures and the colors and it looked it looked awesome and big time reminded me of folklore and the combat looked cool with the arrow and the ability so big time on my radar i, I hope i hope i see continue to see great things for this game so up next we have uh, the Outlast Trials. Uh, it was a trailer that is going to be we're going to be able to sample the game in October. Uh, kind of a creepy looking game, if you ask me. Uh, I don't know if you had any thoughts, but this is the one that was like in a um, like a mental institution is kind of what it looked like. Yeah, I'm always scared at first, <laughs> clearly. Um, so we'll see. I, I won't be able to get my thoughts on something like this until it gets closer to saying I can basically see more. And obviously I want to see what people have to say about it because I play Resident Evil because I do love Resident Evil and as creepy as it is for me. But if there's a game I have to play that's not going to be creepy, I probably won't play it, man, because it's scary. <laughs> so... The last couple things was we have an ex-Battlefield dev 
uh, reveals that there is going to be a new shooter by them by the name of The Finals. And it's supposed to be like a comp game. So anytime you come out with a competitive shooter, people are going to put it on their radar just because that's what so many people love. So let's see what uh, ends up coming. Again, it was just a announcement, no trailer, anything like that. But they did say, I think we have a trailer coming in September. So let's wait and see what we get there. Now, one of the big ones for me at the very end, which we actually talked about here on the podcast uh, this past week, Dead Island. Coming back finally after, what was it, eight years ago that it was announced? Um, there was a the leak or whatever that came out that it was going to be coming out in February. Uh, my thoughts were just the trailer was amazing. Uh, we are going to get up to six playable characters, which is uh, well, one of the people I was talking about there said on... Uh, on stage with the interview post uh, the first presentation. Uh, I'm definitely going to be picking this one up. And one of the funniest things to me was there's a scene where the, uh, our character goes out. I forgot what they named, what they said his name was, but he goes out, is going around his town, comes back, is going to watch TV, but then a zombie's coming at him and he does not feel like getting up. So he reaches into his pocket, pulls out a bullet, shoots the zombie and then he's going to watch TV, but he doesn't have batteries. Uh-huh. So he's going to go out to go get batteries. And he starts to see his neighbors and says hi. And it seems like they're all kind of just living with this in this world now. It's not so much like uh, what I remember of the first one, like a breakout on an island. Uh, but rather here, they're just kind of living in the world and they've already like adapted to it. And this is just the world now. So it's funny. What did you but think? I get, I've never played... Not that I had never played it, but obviously I, I didn't play it in the right capacity. So, again, if it's one of those games for me that if people are playing, it, I'll play with them. I'll always, you know, try to be that guy and, you know, fulfill the extra slot that needs to be filled. Uh, I know we did that with, what was the last one we played? That was real hard. Uh, Back for Blood. So, mm-hmm. but this is more along the lines of, um, what's the other one? Left for Dead, right? Left for Dead? Yes. So, Closer Left for Dead, yeah. Closer Left for Dead. So, I will be playing this one with these guys and, obviously I hope to, you know, have fun with it. And I'm sure I will. So. Yeah. So that wraps up the Gamescom. Uh, Gamescom. Are there any things uh, coming out of this Marcus that you feel like you are definitely buying? Definitely buying. Uh, I didn't say Sonic. And okay. the other ones that would probably be on my list, like that's, that were high up there where the, um, the, what is it? Where winds meet mm-hmm. the black tail, because again, those are just kind of that those really, 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 really just piqued my interest, especially the Blacktail one. I love the whole witch thing and the mythology behind it. Um, aside from those two, maybe that that Honkai Star Rush because of the whole um, anime thing. Uh, but yeah, those three, if I had to pick three, those would be those three would be on top of my list. I know I left out like Lords of Fallen and, and Tortuga or some of the other ones that I that I talked about. Um, but I still want to see more from a lot of these. And I do want to see more from the other one uh, that I talked about, obviously uh, from um, Weird Song, which again, looked amazing. But the three that I was able to see as far as gameplay and what I liked and, you know, that looked just, you know, great were those three. So, and they were all in different settings. I don't want to pick the ones that kind of seem along the same lines. Um, so yeah, uh, where Winds Meet, uh, Sonic and uh, Blacktail to me were the three that I just looked intense for me. Well, obviously not kind of the ones that are on, Life of what is it? Lies of P. 
on Game Pass, right? Because yeah, it gets Game Pass, right? We love Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, so I also uh, would exclude probably what uh, what I uh, saw from Game Pass, which is the Life of P and or the Lies of P, sorry, and Crossfire, uh, which I'm going to be checking out because there's no reason not to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, in terms of what's going to be something I'm going to have to pay for, Dead Island for sure. I'm playing. That is the one I think on this list that for sure I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Up next for me would probably be Gotham Knights. Uh, I would say probably Dead Island for sure. Gotham Knights uh, pro- is a probably going to play, uh, depending what else I'm playing. I see October 21st. So it just depends how, how deep I am into Overwatch yeah. at the time. Uh, but I'm definitely going to play it at some point. I don't know if it'll be like real early, but at some point I'm playing that game for sure. Yeah, because keep in mind, we have Overwatch in October and we have Pokemon November. So our October November is already, you know, bang. My third one would probably be Hogwarts Legacy. That's a must-buy for you already, huh? No, not a must-buy. For me, that is a probably going to buy. Oh, probably going to buy, okay. So the only must-buy for me is Dead Island. Dead Island, okay, okay. And then, and then next would be Gotham Knights and Hogwarts. Okay. Everything else, a lot of things look interesting, but like we mentioned, a lot of it is kind of depending on whether when, once we get closer and, you know, it's it's a little bit more out there, like what our friends say, like what they're going to try. You know, uh, Killer Clowns is going to be a good one. Friends versus Friends is going to be another one that if the group is interested, maybe Warhammer, that uh, if the group is interested, like we'll probably, that'll give us more reason to like jump in. Yeah. Uh, So... Yeah, those are the three for me. That's it. Dead it's Island, yeah. Have, Dead I'm Island, Gotham Knights, and Hogwarts. So, um, somewhere along the presentation, there was a trailer. I don't, I don't think they highlighted it, but I think they threw it in there. Uh, earlier in the day, we did get a little Destiny Two showcase uh, that came out earlier in the day, where they touched on. Uh, what's going to be coming here in destiny in the immediate future, which was the big one was we already knew that we were going to get the new DLC coming in February called lightfall. And it's supposed to be kind of like the realization of something that's been brewing since destiny one, since the actual vanilla campaign of destiny one, which was the light versus the darkness, which the light being what you as a guardian in destiny use, uh, and are enabled with power, because of the light which you get from the giant spear in the in space called the traveler and now we're finally getting to see who is behind the darkness who the leader is who is the traveler for the darkness which if you play DLC and you play destiny you know that that is now the the being is called the witness so what they showed us is that in destiny 2 lightfall again coming in february uh, the witness is going to be coming and we are going to get a new subclass, which is going to be a darkness subclass that they're going to give us a grappling hook now. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the new subclass is going to be a green color. Well, it is going to be a green color and it's going to be called the strand. And it's going to have to do with like psychic energy and being able to harness it into uh, your different kinds of weapons. Of course, they'll be different across warlock, hunter, and titan uh if you want to see what they look like like just look them up look up destiny 2 uh lightfall reveal and you will not be disappointed if you're a destiny head uh the other thing they touched on was uh destiny 2 season of plunder started today 
uh, and it's going to be pirate themed. So right away I was like, oh, Marcus. Yeah, I'm actually going to download that game as soon as we get off. I'm going to download uh, it just to try it. I did get to try it out a little bit earlier, and it looks it, it's pretty fun. Uh, with this season, or yeah, with this season, they also did finally update the third, uh, the third of the original classes of using void. They started with void, then they went with the uh, the fire subclasses, uh, and then now they are switching arc to two so there's been a little revamp of now all the original classes that are like the way stasis came out and we also got news that we're getting destiny 2's original raid or destiny 1 original raid king's fall is coming on friday so that's super exciting probably the best dlc destiny has ever had and probably one of the most expansive raids that they've ever had uh we also touched on this on the podcast this past week uh, Bungie is doing a crossover with Fortnite and um, Fall Guys. So you're going to get like some skins and different things in both of those games. Uh, and they are going to add some things in the base game. I believe this is going to be coming when Lightfall comes out. Some of the smaller things, uh, which are things that the Destiny 2 community has been asking for a lot. Uh, there's going to be a system that is going to kind of guide you. I know destiny can be a tough game to get into because you kind of, there's so much to do that you don't really have like a guide. I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what should I do? Like you log in and you're just lost. They're going to be putting in something that's going to be like a guardian rank system, which is kind of going to give you like a little baseline of what you should do. If you're first playing, like just follow this list and you're like, it's a safe bet. Uh, for people that are going to be intimidated or don't know what to do. Like you're going to follow this list of things to do and you're going to rank up and you're going to go from like some of the starter stuff and it's going to help you like evolve as a guardian. And it's also going to say, it's also going to recognize you that like, uh, look at the things that this guardian has accomplished and we're going to be able to look. And I'm not sure if there's going to be some kind of indicator just as you're walking around. Like uh, if you're familiar with destiny one, if you did what was supposed to be like the hardest stuff outside of raids, uh, the nightfall strikes, you would get like this flaming uh, effect like on your head. And people, if you walked around with that flaming head, people, people knew like, oh, dude, that guy did the nightfall. Like he's, he's dope. He, he's a good player. And now they're also going to put in a uh, Something like, uh, what is it that, that it's called in Overwatch? Like, after you play a game where you can endorse somebody, that's what it is, like an endorsement kind of system, where after you do activities, you're going to be able to say, like, you're going to be able to endorse people and say, like, this guy was a good teammate, and, and why they were a good teammate. Is it because they were really good players? Is it because they were very understanding? They were a good guide? They were a good communicator? They were a good shot caller? Uh, they were a strategist? So that's going to be cool for people that kind of finish stuff and be able to help people out and you'll be able to recognize and point out who it is that's going to be these people that are going to be willing to help people. And it's also going to uh, be a guide for like those people that are getting into the game and say like, Oh, this guy will help me. This guy will help me. And expanding on that, they're also finally putting a look for looking for group feature within the game. 
it's always been like uh there's always been websites that pop up destiny lfg you can go on reddit you can go on any kind of forum or whatever and uh whether it's a discord channel or whatever and look for people to play with uh but now it's finally going to be in game which is super exciting so again dlc the witness is coming a bunch of updates some crossover with other games uh features that are going to be coming Oh, I forgot to mention this one too. Uh, Destiny 2 is coming to the Epic Store. And it's free, free to play. And they are, if you download it, I'm not sure the timeline, but if you download it, like within, I think it's the next week or two, they are going to throw in their 30th uh, anniversary or whatever celebration pack for free, which is where you get the Gallahorn, which is like the end all be all of like the Omega style guns from destiny one that people loved. Uh, so there's no reason to not try it. And it's again, it is free to play. You are going to be getting a bunch of cool stuff. Pirate themed this season. Uh, the, all the classes has now be, been revamped. And for people that are intimidated by uh, people that have played it or people that are intimidated by like jumping back in and being too far behind and stuff like that, there is a a weapons cache that you can jump into the game and it's going to give you armor, it's going to give you weapons that are going to put you like up to level immediately. So you don't have to worry about playing catch-up. It's just everybody kind of has the same starting line, mm. which is cool. So, I mean, we have new guns coming, new exotics, new all kinds of stuff. And I'm a big Destiny guy, so this was super exciting for me. I know we have people in our group, too, that have played Destiny, aren't that much into it anymore, or kind of just fell out of it. Uh, Mark is being one of them. You know, then we have other people like uh, Jed and uh, our other friend Cornelio that are also big into Destiny. So this was an exciting announcement for those of us uh, that are into it and maybe a good time to jump in for people that, are looking for that entrance back into it. And being that this is a free update that is coming out today, no reason not to let, just try it out and see what you feel. If it does kind of tickle your fancy a little bit, maybe you can consider going for the DLC in February. It's a good time to just like kind of gauge how you feel about this game in its current state. Uh, so check it yeah. out. No, I, I, that's because um, I know for sure Every time something with DLC and Destiny comes out, I'm always tempted, always, always tempted to jump in. Maybe I want to, you know, I'm always just kind of iffy about it and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I'm always, this time Rico said, I was like, you know what? I was like, the pirate stuff sounds cool. The way Rico hypes it up sounds amazing. Um, you know, I'm going to download it. I'm going to have it downloaded. And I've always enjoyed Destiny just because it was always that game. It was it's, You can just pick it up, play. I don't play it for the story, but it's easy just to mindlessly play and go through whatever you need to go through. So, yeah, we'll see. I definitely will at least download it and kind of go from there. See where my heart takes me. Yeah, and uh, a lot of times Marcus will ask, like, oh, or I'll, I'll hype up, like, the next Destiny thing. And people will ask me, and I'll be real with them and tell them, like, like, nah, like, wait for wait for the next thing, or wait for the next thing, or wait for the next thing. This is the perfect time, because free updates, new stuff, new activity, uh, it's going to rank you up for free. And, I mean, we have a big thing coming in the next few months, or 
you know, in, in February. So there's still some time to, to come and check out all these free activities, uh, the subclass revamp and, uh, I mean, give it a shot. See if it, like I mentioned, see if it, uh, ticks some boxes for you or not. And if it does, you know, there's something big on the horizon. If not, you know, you tried something for free, you didn't like it and no harm done. Yeah. Well said. So, uh, I mean, that was our Gamescom and our little Destiny reveal. I don't know if you have anything else you want to throw in, Marcus, or questions or comments, anything? Um, no, that's that's about it for me. Um, thank you for listening. And like always, we did, our latest episode was Don't Be a Dung Eater. So if you want to go listen to that, feel free to listen to it again. Cover all the news throughout the week in terms of anime, gaming, um, TV, and movies. And we always throw in a little fun discussion to, you know, just talk about something related to games and you know in this case it was fun to talk about our hygiene and cleanliness and stuff like that so because uh, we never really talk about those things so it's always interesting to talk about so give us a listen to always again be on the lookout always for our next episodes we, we will be recording soon again uh we do have a couple of things planned so just be on the lookout and thank you for listening Avada Kedavra. <laughs>